What's up, world? How we doing? How we living? Undeniable perception, episode 36. Brother from the same mother. 36. So now that they extended the football season, is it 36 weeks now? 36 weeks? You're very wrong. It's 18 oh. weeks. Oh, shit. Half. Oh, maybe, maybe I'm tripping. Maybe multiply it by two. There you go. But maybe what? Is Can I save myself? Or oh, I didn't do a zero line on. Can nah, I you did a recovery. Can't save myself That's on that to one. That's safe. <laughs> but what, what 36 resonates with you? 36, man? No, the first thing I think about is about adding 6 to 3 and equals 9. I can't. K-count on? Nothing, nothing resonates with 36, man. Something for you? Dude, of course, dog. Oh, was that his number of the time? So, Rashi Wallace. So, yeah, let, me, let me tell you a quick tell story. Me, tell me, As you so, show me the jerseys. So, show me a Piston jersey and a Hawks jersey. So, do you remember he was with the Hawks? Yes. So, he got from the Blazers. I grew up big-ass Blazer fan, right? Absolutely. And um, Rashi got traded to the Hawks my freshman year in high school, 2003-2004. Okay. And I was like, fuck, Rashid got traded to like a, a team that's not going to make the playoffs. Right. And then this was one day before the deadline and the Pistons were like, hey, Rashid just got traded. Let's let's trade for him. And they ended up getting him. Damn. And that catapulted them to what a, Do you remember what the they gave up for him? I think they gave up a You should know that piece draft of knowledge. That's what I should remember. But 36. Dude, Rashid hell yeah, Wallace, man. Bro. Talk about being lucky for him. He got fortune that he got rescued out of Atlanta, dude. Especially at that time. At that now time. Now they're looking good, but yeah, that to the ring, man. Good for you. That's that, awesome. Like, that yeah, that's thirty six. Rasheed Wallace, of course. He always he was 36. always number thirty though. Thirty oh, with and the Portland, he was thirty. Thirty, and then went the first year with the Pistons, he was number thirty, and then he went to number thirty six. Okay. And then he just ended with thirty six. Hell yeah, man. So that's a good one. Yeah, I don't know any number thirty six, man. That's the only one. No, I, I know that one. <laughs> Well, cool, I had to man. Bring so, it out. so, so, what's cracking, man? How'd you do over this uh, this weekend with your uh, speaking of sports, your fantasy football leagues? Man, I always tell myself I'd always give up a fantasy football um, W for my real team to get a W. And uh-huh. my real team lost. My Cowboys, such as you, okay. right? Your Bills. Yeah, they lost as well. L. And then yeah, my wrong. fantasy teams, I, I went 50-50, two for two. On them. Oh, then you're on four leagues, huh? I'm in four leagues. Four is the number this year, man. So, yeah, I went two for two. I won 75%. I'm in three leagues, so I got two out of the three. You mean 66.6%. Is that what it is? Yeah, 33. Well, that's right, because 75 be the four. Yeah, good call. So, yeah, man. Man, you slipping on your pivot today, bro. I am, man. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, Maybe I'm thrown off because uh, the weather's nice and chill right now as opposed to being super hot. Yeah, man. Just throwing off my equilibrium. <laughs> so yeah, man. The uh, yeah, man. The Bills Bills took a loss, but at least I'm expecting them to win now. So they did look a lot better in terms of my perspective on it and what I anticipate they're going to deliver. But yeah, man, they lost. That's right. It's a long season. Dodgers win. They clinched the. We clinched the West. No, clinched the uh, playoff berth for sure. Um, We're still behind the Giants. Giants don't lose. How much back are we from the Giants? Because I know we, we widened the gap. Two and a half. Two and a half, that's it? There's like yeah. 10 games left? Yeah, but the, uh, I think a little bit more than that. I think like 15 maybe. Oh, but they're, uh, no man, they don't lose. Giants don't lose. Well, in the playoffs. We're in the playoffs, wild card. They'll lose though. Yeah, but we'd have to win that one game. That's the thing about the wild card, remember? Isn't it one yeah. game? Or it's one game, game wild card. One game, yeah. So yeah, man, but I'm sure for that one game, the Dodgers throw on Max Spe- Scherzer. Speaking of the Dodgers, did you know... That. Have you been to a Dodger game this year? Or do you go a lot? No, but I bought some tickets. I'm going to go 
Huh. The in two weeks on a Wednesday. Okay, well you're welcome because I'm about to. T- Did you get good seats? No, I got. I got <laughs> I got nosebleed because my boy David didn't want to spend that much. Oh, shout out to Albino Crow, dude. Yeah, so he's like, no, nah, man. Because first I was like, dude, let's go to the one. Because I'm a sucker for a little emblem shit, right? I was like, dude, let's go over to the ring ceremony. No, let's go to the one that gave the replica ring. He's like, no, nah, man, I don't like all that plastic shit. I threw that shit away anyways. <laughs> I was like, because there was like. In the ocean? Because there was like 60 bucks <laughs> for a ticket. He's like, no, nah, man, why is it so expensive? I was like, oh, they gave him the replica ring. Fuck that shit. I was like, Man, I'm not like that shit. I was like, fine. They have this other one. They're all like promos, but this one is Asian Heritage, which is not going to be as expensive. So it was like 26 bucks. Okay. So Well, I got somewhere for you to go instead of your seats. Where? Did you know there's a Dodger bar there? Uh, you mentioned that. Yeah. You didn't go into the information on this. So, what so, it? so where this bar is, it's like, I'll get you, I'll get you the info, okay, information. Cool. My boy just went two days ago so pretty much where it is bro you could see the pitchers pitch bro like you could literally see them and you could sit down and watch the game like that and so you're also talking about, the, like you're talking about the, the bullpen yeah so you're way past center field yeah so you could like see. how do you see the game you're so far away no you see the pitchers warm up actually. yeah Excuse the bullpen me. Yeah, so you're so not watching the game. No, they have the TVs. Oh, so you watch man, the game you, that's kind of cool. But you drink could there, watch, but... Yeah, you could drink there and you can enjoy yeah, the game. Yeah, but then you're watching the game on TV at Dodger Stadium. Yeah, Get why are you seeing that? the pitcher's pitch, bro? Why do I want to watch Try the bullpen? Hey, I would say just go. I think it's like, cool just to check out in between an inning or something. Yeah, man, check it out. Let but not, yeah. Like but we're going to be on those just for the fact that hang on my boy and all that he didn't want to drop that much. I was like, all right, dude. But man, I'm a sucker for that plastic shit. I wanted that replica ring. Ain't gonna happen now. Not gonna happen now, yeah, but it's cool. Who are they playing? Uh, it's the uh, the Padres. Oh, the Padres? Smoke but you haven't gone this year, huh? Nah, it's hard for me with Ezekiel. Yeah. He's not a... Next year, he'll be able to sit through it. Ah, uh, we'll see. Because I remember with Corina, we went, wasn't she only two? But yeah, we went, but she had a whole game? Yeah, but Corina, like... Corina ain't like Ezekiel where she would like get up and run like no no no, no. but everywhere. but he's also way younger. I'm wondering whether, uh, as it gets older, maybe by next year. Oh uh, okay, because all babies are different. That's what I'm saying. Because like yeah, for sure. If my son didn't really run a lot, he'd be more of a, a chilling baby. That no no. If couch. he's the way he is now, later then no, it won't be good because yeah. But yeah, man, that was uh. So yeah, man, I'm going to a game this year. I've been, been you know, it's a commute, man. Had other chances to go, and then they feel like you know. It is a community, Sometimes man. like that. And it's like, hey, man, you know, the pandemic and all that other stuff. So, uh, but we're going to do the same thing we did that one time because he lives in Alhambra, right? So I'm just going to be at his pad. Then we're just going to take the train to Union Station, take the, you know, the bus that takes you to Dodger Stadium. That way you don't have to deal with all the fucking parking or taking forever to get out of the parking structure. That's good. And plus, is it easy to get the bus back? Yeah, because it's the, the bus that takes you right to Dodger Stadium. It's not like, the old school RTD. It's a, a bus specifically for Dodger Stadium. That's cool. Remember one with Omar? Yeah. And Chris, that's exactly oh, I remember Union that. Station after we left that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just yeah, take the yeah. bus there that takes you back. And you, you could drink in there too, huh? Uh, I think so. Could be. I that's don't know. That's cool, man. Who knows, man? That. But yeah, man, it'll be cool to hang out. I haven't seen my boy in a while. And uh, it'll be cool, man. But man, fucking. Um, so we recently had, right, uh, the 20 year, right? Remembrance of 9 11. Yeah, man. 20, 20 years already, dude. 
And obviously the, the next go-to question is always like, do you remember where you were? So 20 years ago, mm-hmm. you were 12, right? You were yeah. 12. Mm-hmm. Do you remember any of that? Yeah, I remember it vividly. Tell me. what do you? What so do you I remember I was in seventh grade. I was going to Magnolia Junior High. And I remember um, it was a little farther for me to walk. So I would only walk there. When school ended, not when school started, because it was too early, I'd wake up late. So Danny, my neighbor, who's real cool, like his parents would take me with them, so I would carpool with them. Right, shout out to Welch's. Shout out to Welch's, yeah. And I remember, um, so I went to his, his house early in the morning, like at 7.15, I think, because I think school started at 7.30 or 8. And they had the TV on, dude, and that's where I saw it. And they're like, I just hear their parents reacting like, I can't believe this is happening. And then like, I so when you're hearing this, okay, you're hearing them say that you're like, what's going on? You yeah. Out. I'm like, what the, what's going on? And then I look and then the other plane comes and then you just see like the tower right. collapse. And then you're like, what? Like, you, like it's a movie. Like you feel like yeah. it's a movie at first. And yeah, bro. And I remember um, going to school with them immediately after and I remember my... I so you guys still went to school? We still went to school, yeah. Okay. And I remember my um, English teacher, I think it was her. Her name was Miss Westline. And I remember she was just talking about what happened. And we just literally just listened to like a radio news broadcast okay. the whole time. And, and I think we probably went home early, dude. I imagine they probably yeah. were. They had to figure that out. And yeah. you went home so just I think for I, safety I think measures. during lunch, as soon as lunch came, it was like 11 or 12. We all went home, and I remember my first thought or the fear, either the news or the radio broadcast, hearing they might target major cities. Right. Because this was New York. And I remember them saying saying that, and I'm like, oh, shit, like, I need to call my brother. Right. So I remember calling Chris. Right. I was like, Chris, come home. Don't yeah. work. Don't work, bro. Like, I know we like... They yeah, because we were downtown LA at the time. Yeah, the the second biggest building, bro. The Aeon building, yeah. And I remember him was just cool, calm, collected. He's like, no, don't worry, I'm good, yeah. They're sending us home. But I remember that was my thought, like, fuck. Right, my worried bro. about family, right. Yeah, man. Do you what remember you? anything else, like, uh, the way you were processing stuff? Or was it just those major things, like, obviously, the, the tragic event, you know, and, like, some of the, the dialogue when you first heard it from the watches school and then our brother and that but is there anything else or was it just like at home that's kind of like everything else is kind of blur I mean it was a long time ago when you were young so those are the moments that definitely like still resonate with me that I that, that I think about yeah man because that happens what happened dude I, I was asleep you were 20 I, so it was 20 years ago man so I was 22 22 years old so I was asleep and then I got a call from my girlfriend at the time. She's like, they just hit the Twin Towers. I was like, what? I got up and I turned on the TV. You were at our parents' house? Yeah. Okay. And um, then the other plane hit the building and I was just talking to her. I was like, and usually for stuff like that, I was just like, just trying to process it. I was like, what the hell? You know, and she was a bit like, oh my God, all this stuff. And I was like, damn. And you hear the news and all that stuff. So I had school that night. Well, that day, chafing, Mount speaking, it's funny, you know, Mount Sack, right? Yeah, and we didn't even uh, Corley so, so I had a class with my boy David, so <laughs> we were gonna drive together, right? Shout out so, to Albano, cool. yeah. So I head out <laughs> and I planned, so I was like, I went over there to his pad when he used to live in Chino with his folks, 
and I'm like, hey man. And at the time, we we're in a band together, all this stuff. He's like, I was like, hey man, so I'm ready to go to class. We had a math class. He's like, he's like, fool, they give me no school today, no class today. I'm like, you really think so? He's like, yeah, dude, they just hit, they hit the Twin Towers. And yeah, he was right at the cancel class. Yeah. But it didn't even occur to me too. It was just like, yeah. And dude, I don't remember much more of that other than like, you know, the news. Uh, I remember uh, George W. Bush coming yeah. out for the press conference all pissed off, like a different hip to a step, like we're going to get these guys. And yeah, man, I just, I remember the fear also of our brother and then me talking to him as well and the guy they were hitting home. And seeing the news, how all the streets were just empty, man. You know, yeah. like going to LA, and everything was like, it's just quiet. And then obviously, you know, just watching the news cycle, people, families lost. It was depressing, man, and everything that came after. But 20 years, man. 20 years, man. But it goes to show how, how it tested America and its resolve, and it showed the true color of people where we just bonded together. Yeah. You know, people bonded together and. Realize, you know, that we're in this and when this all for each other. You know, obviously, there's a lot of tragic and negative backlash on other people and Muslims, and yeah. we don't understand, you know, and blaming everyone, which is always a negative, awful backlash to that, you know. Yeah. So, I can't speak on that front because I didn't live that experience. But, yeah, man, 20 years, man. 20 years, man. I remember that day too. Crazy was uh, our parents' 25th. Your marriage anniversary. Yes, you know? that's that's what's uh, their anniversary lands on that date. And then just speaking of that, they just what, forty five year anniversary. Yeah. So shout out to our parents, bro. Yeah. Forty five years of marriage. Yeah. Man. Talk about big shoes to fill. Yeah, man. We gotta we gotta get together with Chris and plan a celebration for them. That is a big. I told my parents like forty five years. That's a big we gotta, deal. Yeah, man. We gotta plan it for uh for next year or something. Once yeah. things get a little more, but we should like rent a hall, do things like that. That's something you celebrate. We man. definitely have to do that, man. That's yeah, man. Forty five years. And they don't even make a big deal out of it. They don't make nothing about it. Anyway. That's where we come in. Where we have to do that, you know. Yeah. That's what we started celebrating with birthdays and all that other stuff. Speaking of celebrations, our household was not not much like that, right? Or maybe it changed when you were a kid. Because okay, well, how, how do you remember like growing up? Did we do celebrations? At least we did for birthdays, right? Yeah, so we would just celebrate birthdays. Because I remember like always going with you to your lady's house when it was like Easter. And they would do like egg hunts. Yeah, stuff like that. But in our household... We wouldn't do that. Just birthdays, huh? Just That's for it. your birthday. We wouldn't celebrate uh, Halloween. Like, we wouldn't, like, give candy out. Like, right. when kids would knock, it'd be like... Right. Shh, shh, be quiet. Turn yeah. the TV down. It I would know. Be, we would uh, we'd always do Christmas, though. And and uh, my mom, we'd always decorate. So always do Christmas, Christmas lights. Christmas, for all sure. That. Thanksgiving. And on Thanksgiving, we always celebrate. People would come over. And then birthdays, but yeah, like anniversaries or stuff like that, we never really did. And uh, but I remember when I was a kid with our with our older brother, when we lived in uh, L.A., even in a tiny studio apartment, we'd have like little parties for celebrations for our birthdays. Uh, but everything was always either like little money or things like that. We've never been so big with all that. That's why it's important that it's us that have to do that. So we made sure some years back we started doing all the celebrations, going out to dinner making a big yeah. deal of it right because 
it's important that we celebrate those days that they stand out a little bit more than others at least it's, it's a reason to get together and commemorate that day but yeah we should we should do that for their anniversary man yeah that's, that's a waste not to do that dude so like I know it would be a waste and like it was cool because we had them over this past weekend yeah and my girl she did a really good healthy place so like in a sense I'm trying to get them to eat a little healthier yeah because I want them to be here longer Right. So uh, my lady looked up this recipe where she did a sweet, a bean, cheese, and sweet potato um, enchiladas. Enchilada, yeah. Yeah, it was delicious. Her parents really liked it. Yeah, man, it was bomb. Like on a on a green sauce. On a green sauce. Okay, so then the sauce you guys just bought. Yeah, you just buy like the green sauce. You get like two of them, and then you get some Guerrero tortillas. Okay, so the green sauce you guys didn't make. It was just a green sauce, and the green sauce was good? Yeah, it was good. Just regular green sauce. Yeah. And the... Uh, and you put it so in what was the kind of like the taste of the... of the was What kind of beans were they? Black beans. So black beans, and what kind of cheese? Uh, just uh, mozzarella. Mozzarella, yeah. and you said sweet potato? Sweet potatoes. And why sweet potato? Is it just because the good contracts with contrast? Well, the, the recipe my lady saw, it said sweet potato, but they were using red yams. And I remember specifically telling her, I'm like, are you sure it's not red yams? Uh-huh. Because everyone says sweet potatoes when it's actually red yams. Oh, okay. And she's like, yeah, sweet potato. Then I bought them, and then she's like, nah, these ain't it. Because sweet potatoes um, are not as sweet as red yams. Okay. But nonetheless, yeah. it was still Nonetheless, good. it was still bomb, but we need oh, to try yeah. it. And we tried um, cauliflower wings, bro. Ca- People it love was so cauliflower hard. that are vegetarians. Nah, but you know what I found How out? How was it? But you know what I found out, bro? What? Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah. Everything is is beef batter, bro. So if you get cauliflower wings, it's still beef. If it's batter, yeah. Yeah. So you need to literally tell them that you want them grilled or something like that. I read up and they'll grill cauliflower for you. That's something that they should mention. Though. They don't mention it. And um, vegetarians, vegans will proactively think. Speaking of that, then you may you get a little, you'll get annoyed by this, even though you're not full-on vegetarian nothing but like um when we went to that brewery the luchello brewery yeah i want the my boy hung and al and aj a few months back and we went and he's full-on vegetarian right yeah so you went they said it was like a veggie plate but then the lady's like yeah but actually some of the stuff and he's like oh, oh i forget that i forgot what exactly it was it was something to do with the tacos or something like that oh. but she told them that one specific thing that it's like because he's full on everything. He's has to full way. on. He's so I forgot vegan. what it was, but it's something yeah. that should be listed. It's something that should be listed. And, and it's too hard, man. Yeah. It's too hard to monitor it. I bet. Right, because it was just that particular plate of that, though. Yeah, I forgot exactly what it was. Nothing major, but if you're full on, like, hey, there's reasons why I do this. Like, there's certain things that shouldn't be touching it, you know? Dude, shout out to him, man, because that is discipline. I, he's I, a disciplined dude, man. That yeah. is discipline to the fullest, food. The uh, yeah. but how was the the dinner here with them, man? So you guys it was hosted good. them. It was good, man. We hosted them, and then my girl made perfect servings. You know, nice. so we all got a, a good bite to eat, man. Speaking of servings and me trying to get better with what I eat, so yesterday I was like, ah, man, I'm hungry. What am I craving? It's like ah, I don't feel like going grocery shopping or anything. Like uh-huh. I'll just get a sandwich from Jersey Mike's, right? So first I spent a little bit. I was like, oh, maybe the tuna. But I was like, I don't know. And they probably use a lot of mayo. And you look at the calories, and there's way more yeah. from the tuna. And I was like, uh, well, it's not necessarily the calories, but that goes into it too. But what are you consuming? So I was like, you know, I'll just do, I'll just do turkey and provolone. 
right? I'll just do simple turkey and provolone, right? Lean meats. And I always go giant. I mean, that oh, thing's giant. huge, right? It's huge. Yeah. But I was like, you know what? Raul, I had to Did you do me. reward points there? Yeah. Okay, good. So I had to convince yeah. myself. I was like, yeah, Raul, you know what? Why are you going giant, man? Just because you're overzealous and you want to taste it. I was like, go regular. Go fucking regular. <laughs> right? So I went. I started, to, I started to convince myself when I was there. But I did. I did regular. Ate slowly. I was cool. I was you're happy. Good. Didn't feel full. Nothing. But I was good. You're content. That's all you need. You got to be content. Instead yeah. of like, oh, Scarfy did. Not that after I eat a giant, I'm like, oh. But it's funny. That memory came to my head because I remember I was my boys. We all ordered food. And I was like, yeah, I'll take a Jersey Mike. So giant. He's like, giant. That's huge, bro. It's like, yeah, that's nothing. I've seen bigger. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I've swallowed bigger. <laughs> right? And then, and then um, but then after I thought of it, I was like, yeah, he's right. Like, why am I overeating? Right? Yeah. So, yeah, I had that and I was I was content I think, with that. Dude, that's funny you bring that up because it made me think about uh-huh. um, mom, mama's plates, right? Like, right. it's always over bang, full yeah. plates. And right. like, estás bien delgado. Yeah. Didn't get as much, like right. more and more without you asking. Yeah. And I think that's programmed inside of us. That's why we like would be eating like that, maybe. But bro. it's also the it's the American culture. <laughs> it is an American. Look at culture. everything. I mean, look at clean jumper. Does look at clean jumper. Oh, dude, dude, those plates are like this. yeah. Everything we always complain like oh man. The other day I was like <laughs> like I went jumper. yeah dude I went oh speaking of the same day like yesterday I was at Jersey Mike's and asked for the regular and he's out cutting the turkey in my head I'm thinking. Man, pile that shit on. But obviously, it's only like twice. And it's I thought, like I had a thought like, why? That's enough. Yeah. Why do I want more, more, more? Like, we have this thing like, oh, give us more for the money. Actually, consume. Yeah. And why? You know, it's like we just, but here, that's what we do. That's what we over, overeat, man. You're right. And you gotta, we got to get used to like, okay, let me do portion control. And that's just the little changes that we talked about, right? Small mm-hmm. incremental changes, right? Mm-hmm. But we have to be aware of it. So that's why I'm having focused on my headache, man. Be aware of it, Raul. Do this, do this. No, don't overeat. Yeah. Because I'm not going to stop myself. I love to eat, man. I don't I don't eat to live, you know. I live to eat part of it, too. Because I want to enjoy it and do that stuff. But, get your board but you want to be but you want to be intelligent about it and be yeah. better. Like, hey, don't overdo it. Especially if I have some drinks here and there. You want to find the balance, right? No, yeah, definitely, man. And and I like what you said about incremental changes. Because that, that's so true, man. And I like that you're, you're consciously already thinking about it. You have that means to, you're man. taking a step forward, dude, and that that trickles down to a lot of good things, bro. Right. Like with instead of like going five hundred dollars a paycheck that you're right. able to say, right? Let me make this a thousand this this month. Yeah, and then you just keep piling on and you just slowly get away from being enslaved to buying all this shit. Because look at look at know? look at the points where look at what the point where you. And your lady or in your family are at today it didn't happen overnight you know no. before you you had to do some minor changes right and now it just becomes like a normal day thing oh we're gonna buy this buy these groceries here and, and eat at home you guys rarely eat out unless you guys go out as a family mm-hmm. this has become like a special occasion mm-hmm. but before it was all the time remember before all it was the time mcdonald's yeah. your meal you'd love it as a little like oh i want my big mac or I want this, and now look at that, it's become a commonplace thing. Yeah, and then like going to 7 Eleven because it's Friday. Oh, right. I'm gonna get some pack of gum. And yeah, or let me get this drink. Yeah, and pull up to work like this all the time. Right. Yeah, you're and right. you just do it like that. And so now you're like at such a point because you build that muscle, right? You build that muscle. And yeah. you gotta make those changes. So, like, continuing with the thing today, I was like, you know what? After uh, I took care of some stuff for our folks and all that other stuff, I came home. 
And, you know, I hadn't had my first meal usually like at noon. It was like, oh, and I was like, oh, Champions League is on. Let me watch Champions League, PSG, right? Because Barcelona got killed yesterday. Embarrassing. So, like, I think they didn't even have one shot on goal. I don't it was think the first they had anybody in that team. No they, they didn't have one shot on goal. And it was the first time in over 100 years they don't have a shot on goal or something like that. It's insane. They played against Bayern Munich. And your boy Mueller. What? Mueller. Dude. Mueller scored. He finally came back. He's telling right now that Messi's gone. He's, He's like, <laughs> fuck him. Thomas Mueller. I am not Mueller. That was my so, dog. Uh, so I was like, I was sitting there. I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll order pizza and then I can have some today and some tomorrow. Then I started thinking round table. It was like 30 cents. I was like, you know what? I was like, damn, why don't you go to the market and pick up one of those like. Yeah. So I could at least slow us. Did you want to put that? No, the other ones. Holy power? Yeah, something that like culinary circle or something that aren't. I like as the full circle ones, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Where I always think that, you know, maybe a Target because they have a lot of those options. Then I thought, you know what, I'll do that. And I was like, you know what? And I do consume here and there meat, but I was like, another thing is where I don't have to eat it. Why? I got yeah. used to that. So I went so I went to the market and I just got a full circle margarita pizza. That's like bomb, five right? bucks instead of spending like three weeks. I haven't made it yet. Okay. Because yeah, I, okay. I had, instead, just to hold me over, I had some uh, waffles at my house and I mm-hmm. just throw a little bit of jam. Oh, sweet. Yeah. I've been doing a lot of PB&Js on that. Oh, uh, yeah, nice. It's killer bread, man. It's killer, I get that right? organic strawberry no, no cherry. Those that strawberry I give, I, I get that strawberry preserve the, the one. The first circle one. You yeah. Oh, I didn't even see the full circle. I see one where like State a local place makes them. Oh. And that one has like three ingredients. You oh, should get that. that. It's delicious. That looks, I'll tell you what, I think it's dope. called like Ant something or Ant something. I forget. It just looks like you made it at home. Auntie it's got Ant's? a white label. No, it's okay. like a white label and it's just a see-through like glass. That's fucking it's got like good, the, man. But yeah, man, I was going to, you know what? And recently, you know, I love tennis, right? Yeah. So my boy Nadal didn't play US Open. He's a little hurt and all that, right? But Novak. Oh, yeah. And the greatest thing of all time. Choke a bitch, what do you call right? him? What do you Choke call a bitch. Choke a bitch, right? Well, that's how you pronounce it, right? Yeah, it was his last name is Djokovic. Oh, but Djokovic. I love how you came up with like, oh, Chokovic. No, by Chokovic. It's hilarious, man. He's a beast. He's amazing, yeah, right? So on the clay. He could have done sure. the year Grand Slam where he wins every Grand Slam for the year. Mm-hmm. That hasn't been done since the 60s, right? Yeah. And he's he's got 20, um, 20 majors. He's tied. There's a three-way tie between him, Rafa, and Roger. So everyone thought he was going to win the years open because he was beating everyone, right? So he's in the final, and he's playing for history. To get the 21 to be the most of all time slams and also to win the yearly slam to tie that guy, right? Mm. And he's playing Medvedev, this Russian. Oh my God. But before I go into that, the thing I want to tell you is like this. So in other matches, this is what he does because I want to talk about the, the meditation. So he is always trying to learn, grow, and be better. He discovered he was allergic to gloom, so he stopped eating food like that because he said he would get tired in matches. He's learned how to control his temper because he would lose his temper in the matches, all that stuff, right? Now, he says he resets during the match. Especially, so what he does is this. He lost the first set of other matches during the turnover after the first set because you get an extra little break. He just sits there and just stares. It's almost like a blank stare. And he just breathes and he just, he just, he says he just meditates and he just resets himself. Like and usually that. he comes back and demolishes the guys. But man, to have that focus, right? That during the match, even when it's all out, it's a crowded stadium and he's just resetting there. You just see like a blank stare, man. Did he win? Not this last one, no. He lost three Too much sets. pressure. Yeah. No, the guy, of... he was just, the guy just, the guy brought it, bro. The guy played that's insane. A lot of pressure, that guy's always yeah. lost to, to Djokovic. But, okay. 
Yeah, this guy just played, hit everything, bro. He was lights out. But I like what you're talking Part about. Part of me was happy though, because I was like, oh, oh he's bet, still tied with Rafa. Your boy. But I was still able to see him be but like, boy, hey. did they shit on um, Sampras and Agassi's legacy, those three guys. Dude, Tabai <laughs> destroying Talk that about shit. levels like, to the fuck game. Yo, catch. Fuck yo. Pete Sampras, you had 12? You had 12? Yeah. I got 21, bitch. Once one person does it, bro. That's how it is. Don't they always say that? Once one person does something, everyone can see that it could be done, and everyone seems to do it. Because it's there. The proof's there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So That's Roger did it first, which is not Rafa tied him, and Djokovic tied all both of them. But going back to what you said about Djokovic's meditation, right? That I like is fuck that motherfucker really just recalibrates, resets, he, and re- refreshes. And I'm sure that people do it other ways, much. but they usually leave because you get a bathroom break. No, nah, he doesn't. It just the shows court. your tolerance. In between the set, he just sits there. What? And he um, just stares, bro. He's just there. He's just like breathing. He just resets it on his brain. He just turns everything off. He says he just like resets. One of my boys, Nelson, he he does Muay Thai. He's a Muay Thai trainer. Oh, okay. And he lived in the motherland, literally in Thailand. Yeah, how long was he out there? I think he was out there for like a couple of years. Or and he year. went out there he to really learn the craft? Or he learned learn the craft. Like just he... find himself, do his thing. And he found Muay nice. Thai. Lived, he... in the, lived literally where they trained Muay Thai. Cleaned it up to make a living and just trained did he pick it up out there? Um, so was that even the intention at I, all? I don't recollect. Okay. But right now he's a trainer at the UFC gym, bro. That's badass. That's good for him, So man. if anybody wants to train out there. Um, but anyways, I remember I, I he came here to give me a, a boxing lesson. Oh, hell yeah. In, our gar- in my garage. And I remember after, I was like, yo, let's go eat. And we just shot the shit and we had a conversation about meditating. And like he was over there in the motherland, so I was just picking his brain, learning. Yeah. And he told me he's like, man, he's like, you know, you got meditation down to a key when you can meditate and focus when you have nothing but traffic going by, nothing but cars in Russia. It's packed up there. That's imagine. when you know you conquered it. Right. So when he talked about Djokovic, uh, his meditation, like he's doing that in front of the TV, millions watching. Millions, a uh, hundred thousand people match watching there. A match, a tournament, and he's just there, blank stare, cold yeah. cocked. He just resets himself. And says. that motherfucker's on that level. Yeah, to it, be it able to amazing, do that because he said. And the fact that yeah. how he controls his anger, bro, because that's the one thing that was always his downfall. He would lose because he would lose his fucking temper, dude. Oh, he yeah, loses his, his emotions, and now his emotions are on chat, bro. Damn, that's I mean, crazy. He beat Rafa this year at the French Open. Cause never happens. Because thinking about it like that, right? You lose your temper. You're you're a little more angry, right? You're tight. You're gonna, your emotions. You're gonna hit that hit that right. ball a little harder, yeah. you know? And like, well, they yeah, say dude. everything you do is best when you're when you're relaxed, right? Yeah. You do everything better when you're relaxed. You know, the blood's flowing, your mind you can reset. You don't go by based off emotions. I mean, obviously you need a little bit of a oomph, but you have to do it in a relaxed state. In a relaxed state. Yeah, man. So that's uh, so yeah, man. So I was gonna. And we Nelson, that'd be cool to talk to him, man. Yeah, man. I to pick his brain on, about man. that stuff. Speaking of like uh, meditating, but how about mm. meditating on fashion, man? How about that Met Gala? Oof, that Met Gala? I'm more open to see all the way that people dress, and I could, I could, I appreciate it. Mm. Before he's like, "Oh, what the fuck is that?" But no, man, that's some of the shit is disgustingly sickly awesome. Yeah, the way Which they, they dress it up. I don't know, man. I'm bad at describing the one that stood out a little bit. Cutting? What's up? The kid cutting? No, the one the that eyeliner. stood up a little bit. 
was because I like ASAP Rocky, but that was just like a the one that looks like Freddy Pe- Fruity Pebbles. Yeah, but it was just like Boy, a blanket, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I saw that like obviously Zoe Kravitz because you can see her ass, you know, she's flat and everything. Yeah, yeah. But like that was like that nice yeah, like sleek thing. Yeah. It's funny because you see her when all dressed up, all sick. They show Channing Tatum, it's just a tux. It's just like, right get out of here, dude. The whole point was to be like, oh, you know which one I like? The one with um, the one that stood out a lot was the one with uh, the girl that was in Creed. It looked like a flame coming up to her dress. Oh, her. That shit was sick. I really enjoyed um, my boy Jerry Lorenzo. That looks dope as fuck, Like man. a, what is that, a khaki color? I can't describe that stuff, but that, all that shit, man, that people just show off and your girl Kim K. Kim K and Kanye had the best outfits, right? Because Kanye there? Dude. They, I don't even know what he wore. They wore the same They went together? I saw a tweet that said, there's, when her, you're there's ba- hers right there. It almost looks like she's out When of, you're back with your... Desert. When you're back with your ex and you don't want no one to know. <laughs> That's funny, man. Yeah, they're, saw, they're both wearing all black. Bro. You know, the the internet never loses, man. You know what's a funny thing that I did see? What they said about Kim K? No Underneath that picture said, when you wish you were black. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's fucking <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, that's uh. But I'd like to know a little bit more about fashion, man, all that stuff like that, because embarrassingly enough, you know what actually changed my mind about idea of fashion? Because when I was way younger, I'd be like, look at these these shows, the way they go out there and they dress, everything's so ex- crazy and exaggerated. What are they gonna? No one's ever gonna wear that, or you gotta be super rich. But not until I saw. That film, and embarrassingly enough, even though it's a Hollywood film, they made me appreciate it was The Devil Wears Prada. How the lady used to think like that, and she's the one that described oh. all the stuff to like... With Catwoman, And right? went to the whole history of fashion. Yeah. Okay. And then how... Uh, but it was the the great actress who did it, right? Who just played Close? that role. No, not Glenn Close. She's an ugly bitch. <laughs> uh, the... Uh, <laughs> I forget, but the one that's been nominated is one of the most. Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep, thank you. You're welcome. But she went into and described it, and they say how, and prior to that movie, I've seen other things that they said, well, the way they just want to do the fashion shows like that, it's like little ideas come from those big ones. So they just put everything together, but out of certain fabrics, they create a whole different thing. A whole different thing. And, I, and wow. then watching the documentary on, um, uh, on that, jeez, uh, man, the names are scheming right now, man. Uh, oh, I know. Alexander McQueen. Alexander McQueen. Oh, dude, that was brilliant. Seeing the way he put his shows together, I was like, dude, that's amazing. What the whole do? presentation, yeah. all that. But yeah, man, that fashion stuff is uh Well, Kanye made me man. appreciate beautiful. it. The way he, he kind of We all have it. a door, right? We all have a door that gets you through that it. That gets man. you through it, man. But before we get, like, the thing I want to talk about, man, I revisited this uh, the night of. Yeah, because I shit, recently man. heard, you know, obviously one of the great actors who passed away, sadly, tragically, right, Michael K. Williams. We talked about last time, right? Yeah, Omar, Omar Little, Little and uh, Freddie from man. A Night of, Chalky White, and in different little scenes here in movies, The Road, he was in it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in The Sopranos one episode. You know, he's been all kinds of stuff, right? And um, I reheard uh, the Mark Marin interview because he reposted it that he had. With them, you know, and they were both sober people now because they used to be addicted, right? But obviously, you know, yeah. people relapse, unfortunately. So, uh, but he talked about the Freddy character in the night of Kenny, my K. Williams did. So I was like, oh man, let me go back to revisit because I remember how Damn. great it was. Okay, dude, I ran through those eight episodes in two nights, they're hour long episodes. I don't think Mercy's seen them, so I'm finna watch them, bro. Man, again, you revisit see it, them and again. you restudy it and you see when you're old because. 
we saw it years ago when it came out, 2017, and I loved it then. Yeah, it was good, man. But rewatching it now, older and seeing the, the characterization, the whole thing that goes into the characters and actors, and the writing, the writing's just brilliant, man. It is blew it, me away. Is it easier to comprehend the second time you revisit it? No, because it wasn't a complicated Cause I, thing. Because I know it kind of got confusing in the end and all that. No, no I don't think this time it will. Because it wasn't confusing to me back then. Uh, and I don't think it was for you either. Maybe you just remembering it correctly. But uh, no, man, it's not complicated at all. The complexities of it is oh, how they go I about it and build it. How they go and go about it. Dude, yeah, I even yeah, had yeah, forgotten yeah. who had done the killing on this one. Yes, it had been yeah. that long. And yeah. it re- Nebra, I was like, dude, I wasn't even surprised. That's surprise, surprise. But I was like, oh, that's who it was. Yeah. Man, I'm telling you, man, you got to watch it with Mercy, man. Riz Ahmed is amazing in it, like always. But Michael yeah, K. Yeah, Williams, yeah. man. And and I've always been drawn to the stories of like and you know he's God the one forbid. that's in the movie where uh, the drummer right when he's a drummer yeah yeah the sound, of si- the sound of the sound of yeah metal. the sound of metal yeah and then um, but man I've always been intrigued and I'm, like most people have that's what they make stories about like being dropped into a jungle man like that you know being dropped into a prison and how to adapt that and to be able to write something like that and the great Richard Price is a novelist he took it from a novel so it's based off a novel but his writing in this True Detective-esque yeah well, he, that's what he, he also wrote the the one I don't know that you like it uh, the one on HBO where it's about the devil in modern day what was it called uh, I forget but remember he like he uh he inhabits someone and they kill someone and it and I don't remember that he doesn't send me that yeah I forget I forget okay. what it was but he wrote that one as well he also wrote The Wonders oh The Wonders that film I love that film but yeah man this guy Richard Price man and I started reading one of his books called Lush Life recently because yeah. he writes a lot about gritty the gritty city and cops and the way the dialogue is and when you see this show man it's like man that sounds like real dialogue it doesn't yeah. like, they don't fucking you know, and there's a lot of people from the wire on this too. I forgot. Oh, that's gonna be. It's yeah. even even better, man. So Let me ask. I recommend it. Did you watch your boy, your boy show that just debuted on Sunday, HBO? No, which story show? about a marriage? Oh, that's based on a film, Scenes of a Marriage. Scenes of a Marriage. Scenes, scenes from a Marriage. That's based off what, a Nodig Bergman th- film. What do you think about it? Uh, I started watching it, but I was like, you know what? I'm in, not in the mood right now to see this. Okay. So his I don't have much thoughts. His character personality bothers me but he inhabits those characters right oh my god because he's an academic right and he just just the way it plays out the first episode just made me feel bitter for him i was just like oh yeah that's why i didn't want to watch it because i felt like like Like, that's just how i felt i didn't feel like seeing academics you know yeah it was good though yeah but yeah man for sure well it's based off the film igmar bergman's film but they made a series out of it i guess okay the uh but yeah man Michael K. Williams, man, he was so great, dude. Like, tell that he, you know how he was inspired. He said this, uh, I think, in the Mark Barron podcast. Him, you know how why he became an actor and inspired him. What? Watching Janet Jackson's Rhythm Nation video. Janet Jackson Rhythm Nation video. Yeah, and he really? became a dancer. Wow. And he just dove in, and he became a dancer. He was a backup dancer, and he just started getting into acting. That's dude, so dope what? when you hear those stories like that, man of inspiration and he just he just goes into it man and it's I recommend it's a good listen to man okay because that guy's so elaborate so down to earth he says man when I read scripts he's uh, I could tell when the first 20 pages 
if you're trying to bullshit us. If you know what the fuck you're talking about. Damn. He's like, that's when I read the night of. I was like, sign me up. That's when I read the wire. I was like, wow. But I read other shit. I was like, oh, that, that person's bullshit. They don't know shit about this. They're trying to sell something. Damn. So if you know the character, you know the background. Because he grew up in the hood and out there he's in Brooklyn, and New York, and all this. Yeah. He's all and like, try to identify. He's like, and I could tell right away, man, you bullshitting or not. <laughs> That's fucking, fucking badass, cool, man. man. Yeah, R.I.P., man. For sure, man. And also, this this year, a couple of days ago, uh-huh. the 13th, that's when it was a 25-year anniversary of losing Tupac. So Tupac would have been 50 years old. Barely, Damn. bro. So That's crazy. Which date was it again? I'm sorry? September 13th. So September 13th, 25th year? Yeah, 25 years ago. Dude, damn, so... So he died in 1996, 2021. 96? Yeah. I don't know why I remember like it was 95 or something. But 25 years ago. 96, wow, man. Yeah, bro. Oh, yeah, I'm confusing with Kurt Cobain said. I think it was 94, 94, 94, 95. 25 years ago, man. Yeah, 25, yep. So, so he would have been 50 years old. Half, huh? a de- half a century old. Still young, man. Still young. I still feel you. I'm sure you probably still feel young as fuck. You're 42. Oh, fuck yeah, bro. The older you get, you realize you're still the same age. Like, you still think the same way. Not meaning like you're not evolving, but like, when I was young, I almost thought like when someone was older, it's like like something switches. Like you become. Yeah. Like, no, man, you're still the same. They're the same as when they were younger, man. It just depends how you evolve mentally. It depends on your life. Good point. Right? But it's one of those things like you always feel like, oh, when you're a little kid and you saw parents, someone's like, they know more. They know. They yeah. got a secret. No, they don't. They're just learning nah. as they go too. Exactly. They don't know shit. Just like, like just like us, man. Look so, at their bookshelf. What they got? If you could sign us off with a little little Tupac quote or something, or uh, whether it's a lyric of his songs to get us out of here. Ooh, what can I say? I shed tears for my baby sister over the years. With... Nah, I don't know, okay. man. Well, Tupac, though, man, he's... Well, like, I'll say... What, what, um, what, what, uh, what an imprint he left, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. Tupac, R.I.P., one of my goats, bro. Michael K. Williams. Michael K. Williams, And everyone rest in peace for 9-11, man. R.I.P. And thank you, everybody out there, for listening. Thank you, brother. I love you, man. Love you, too, brother. 36 in the books. Take it easy, everybody. Leave with love, and thank you guys so much for listening. Peace.